Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Timmy and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We're the AFL radio industry. Unsure if we're going to continue. Could all fall over. Who knows? Good. Now nah, we'll be fine. Because of your boys. Fine. Your boys let down. My boys? Nah. No, no, no. AFL players. The old... Uh, Yes, I mean, I felt like I was letting them down. Uh, uh, yes, if you haven't heard the news yet, uh, Connor McKenna from the Essendon Football Club tested positive for COVID. That called off the Essendon game, and we don't know what's going to happen now. Classic Essendon <laughs> testing positive. positive. <laughs> hey, what's coming up in 10 minutes? I want to actually talk about it a little bit more. I want to talk about work F-ups. I mean, we talk about it a bit, but is there any bigger than old Connor McKenna? Oh, it's... It's a big one. It's a massive one. <laughs> and I want to talk a little bit What's more about done? it in, in 10 minutes' time. Up next, though, uh, I, I have to leave the show with this because I was haunted by these thoughts all night. Nightmares, I tell you. Because I stumbled upon Big Brother. Okay. And <laughs> have you watched Big Brother lately? No, I have not. <laughs> it is 100% pure mental torture for not just the viewer, but for the contestants as well. Oh, wow. More of that next. Switch Michael here, 96.1. Here, 96.1. It's 6.05. Coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, our very own Tony Passon has gone oh. into bat. It was a, <laughs> it was a good innings. I'll, I'll give you that. Inning. First ball, six. More than that after 7 o'clock this morning, but right now I'm, I'm mentally exhausted. I'm Fatigue from all your cheering from Carlton finally winning a game <laughs> against a good opponent. Oh, that nearly gave me a heart attack and uh, just hanging on to be Geelong. But it was nothing compared to what I experienced last night. We know that I don't enjoy reality TV. I don't think many people do. I think they just watch it. It's like they're hypnotised by it, and it's like the contestants of Big Brother were hypnotised. Last night, because I was I was trying to find the footy, and I went to Channel Seven. Oh no! And I'm just just met by this. The lads need some water out there, mate. Of course. I love my lot in life. Would you please go get the vacuum, you Mister Sparks? Can you pick that up, for me? Absolutely. Please feed me. That's it. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> 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 this be over release me from my misery release me from my misery that is unedited really that is what i tuned in for pure madness what was big brother what was happening so it's sort of then found out that they are being kind of tortured on this episode of big brother they've all been given tasks that they must continue doing. So one of them is a butler. Every time he hears the bell, he's got to like help the other housemates. One guy has to sing all day. Every time he opens his mouth, he has to speak and sing. You hate a musical. <laughs> there okay. was a woman who has to dress up as a cow, and she has to keep mooing. Really? It was, it was just mental torture for them <laughs> and me. Do you, do you reckon it's it's Big Brother? 
and the lawyers being sick of, like, you know, when you hear Married at First Sight, they're like, oh, it was unedited. Like, at the time, it was torture. Like, it was way worse than what you saw. Uh, do you reckon Big Brother's going, hey, you're going to say that anyway? They want the, the contestants going, nah, it wasn't as bad. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as it really was. Because, and then when it was all over, everyone involved, Dan Corridge, former AFL contestant Garth, who's become the butler, all the contestants and me sitting there enjoying it. We all wait. What will this lead to? What is the reward for this torture? It's been a day of yeses. Oh, yes. As a result, you will soon enjoy a KFC feast. The release, the sweet release I mean, of product placement. I mean, KFC is pretty good, but is it worth Vietnam-level PTSD? I'll tell you what's better. Subway, uh, ultimate cheese and garlic bread sub is back. Let's get to the Michael hit on 6.1. Gross. I hate you. I release you. I hate you. 6.1, it's 6.19 now. Topic at A7's breaking me. You spawn weather not too far away, and if you've heard the news coming out of sport in Australia, it's that Conor McKenna, uh, Irish player for Essendon Footy Club, has tested positive for COVID-19. But how many disposals of it will he get? <laughs> well, this is the question. This is the question. What has he? What havoc has he wrought? Because he came back from Ireland. This is the amazing thing. He's come back from Ireland, but... That was that was weeks ago. So he didn't get COVID in Ireland. Oh. He's got it here. And they test them so regularly at the moment. We're talking like every two days. He's got it within like the last sort of week or so. And they now need to find out how he how he got it. Did he just go to the shops? You know, did he just do the, a bit of the wrong thing there? Did he have someone over at his house that he maybe shouldn't have? Oh, I thought they were not allowed. Well, because they, they were banned from casual flings. Yes, and um, maybe this is the case. But the amazing thing about it is such a stuff-up that they've had to send training footage off to, like, the government, who now have to watch it, see who he came within 1.5 metres of, or, like, tackled and things like that. They then get rubbed out for two weeks. Is he a good player? He's pretty good. He's pretty good. But it's it's the effect that he'll have, and that he might rule like Jake Stringer, amazing forward. No, but I was like, thinking more like, because if he was bad, he'd like never would have been around the ball, or like <laughs> never would have got tackled. But it could be a huge blunder, and they and the league has said that as long as Essendon has twenty five players that are deemed to be a okay, how many do they take? They'll have to play. How many? How many do they go with when they were training? Yeah, the like the squad. So they have to now check basically the squad to see who he came in contact with, and as long as they have twenty five players, they will continue to play. So he could rub Jeez. out like half the team for two weeks. Jeez, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big work stuff up. It's a big, big work stuff up. Mm. Only twelve sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a big work stuff up? That's what I want to know. Have you ever shanked it? Because he could bring down the whole AFL, couldn't he? He could, because this is the thing. If they let the Essendon team play, but they have coronavirus and they give it to, say, Carlton next week, who they're taking on on Saturday, and then Carlton have COVID, it could just destroy the whole season for all Gil and the boys. (laughs) 32-16, whatever you stuffed up at work, give us a call. Mitchell and Michael in 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.41 now. Coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, last week on the show, we teased that when coronavirus is done here in the Limestone Coast, when we hit that phase three, we estimate it to be about a month away. My 
COVID head, my ISO head, has to go. Yep. Beard. Hair, and you want eyebrows. Potentially eyebrows, yeah. Uh, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a girl on the Limestone Coast who is doing inspiring stuff and makes me feel like, no, maybe it's not all that bad. Maybe it's not a terrible idea, and we're going to hear more about that after 7 o'clock this morning. But, Mark Ross, you know what is a good idea? for people? Not for me. This doesn't like phase me at all. But doctor, there's a doctor that says he can add up to six inches to people's height with stretching procedures. Now, why, on, why on earth would I want to be six foot six? Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay, so I don't need those extra six inches. You don't six, need six foot. Six foot on the dot is enough <laughs> for me. Six four, no shoes. Now, we all wear shoes. Now, it'd be weird if you didn't. Uh, now, Not even six with shoes. There is a man uh, who has done this procedure as well, patient Irving Rodriguez. He was yeah. five foot four uh, when he first visited Limplast X Institute in Las Vegas. Uh, he now stands six months later, five foot 6.7. What it is, is the man... The doctor essentially drills holes in your like your femurs, your your legs, the bone, the leg bones just below your hips. Yeah, and he puts something in there and uh, <laughs> some of the <laughs> uh, yeah doctor stuff, and you grow like one millimeter a day, basically. <laughs> just like very very similar to I think the South Park episode when Kyle wants to play basketball in the NBA and he gets like a knee plasty or something right. and they put like three feet on him so you can do it, it is possible now it does do it? <laughs> it does cost uh, a limestone coast house it's about $75,000 uh, oh, yeah that's quite cheap what? for what is what I think would be very invasive like medical procedure drilling into your bones 75000 is not that bad and like for the amount of uh, guys that will say women don't like a short man you know yeah can you put a price on happiness? So are you going to do it? Are you going to... I do not need to because six well, foot on the dot is enough for me. That's all I'm saying. It's nice that you found someone who's six foot. That's... There's, there's, look, you can see it. Uh, there's, a, there's an article on it. He's actually, look, there's there's him. A couple there of inches is. shorter. Yep. And then here's him. Who's he standing next to there? Is that the doctor? The doctor, yeah. And there, there he's the he same is. Height. He's the same height. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> feels like a hoax. It feels like a hoax. Oh, like, can I see that? Can I see his shoes, please? But you know what they say? Um, there you go. He's wearing some stylish boots. Same. And in the first one where he's short, we can't see what he's wearing. We can't see. He's probably barefoot and he's doing the old Mitchell Tidley. Oh, nah. look at me now. I'm six foot. Because everybody has to wear shoes. No, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing. Sometimes in life, when something feels too good to be true, uh, it isn't, and it is fine, and it, it could be. Look, mate, if you see me and Mitch walk down the street, you'll notice that we're nearly the same height. So, if, hey, if you want to claim... Five foot eleven's fine, mate. You can it, be five foot eleven. Oh, right, then I'm claiming it. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 6.50. Coming up after 7.30 this morning, a man has been denied entry into a fine Australian establishment uh, just because of just because of who he is. What? No, I feel like this is un-Australian, and I also feel like it's potentially illegal to deny this man access to this pub. More on that after 7.30 this morning. But, Mitch, I thought it would be, uh, it'd be good for you 
to know this um, this breaking news from the weekend, where um, a man is uh, suing a uh, a date. Uh, so we went on a date, and he got himself a cold sore. Oh, I uh, I did read something. About yes, this. and so he's suing his date for two hundred and forty thousand dollars. What? How come? Uh, saying that he did not consent, he did not know that she had a cold sore. Now I know they're a type of cold sore, but is it is it the herpes? It is the herpes. It's the herpes. It's the herpes. Because yes, cold sore is herpes simplex, uh, and therefore you can sue someone because you're allowed to sue people who give you STDs. Really? And so it it technically counts. I'm not sure if he'll get the full amount or any amount at all, but he can attempt to sue. There is grounds there. And so I just thought I'd let you know. Just as my... Well, so you I can avoid tell, any situations. I can, no, I can, I can tell you, mate, 100%. Yeah. I am not at risk at that. Like 100%. Do you want to know what? What? Because you have to go on dates. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell and Michael. You're 96.1. 26.1, it's 7.07 now, coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. Did the Zambrero girl find love? That's where we left it on the end of our Friday show, and we need to find out after 8 o'clock whether or not she found her mystery man. But more on that after 8. Right now, Mitch, we've all heard him. We've all heard the words come out of Dan Andrews, Premier Victoria's mouth. Yep. South Australia, why would you want to go there? Mm. And we tried to sort him out. To be fair, he said, no offence. Oh, I just threw in a little no offence. That always makes it better, Dan. Yep. Uh, We we stood up for South Australia. We went into bat. Yep. And uh, you can check out our video response at Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. We thought it was pretty good. We thought, yep, no one has uh, stood up better than than we have. And then we we took a seat and we we were bitterly surprised. Oh, we were sorely, sorely wrong because our very own federal MP, Tony Mm. Passan, Went in to bat for South Australia in Parliament. Yes, still a little uh, cute video, boys. Well, take it from here. And I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark every time in this speech because we've got it for you now. I'm gonna yep. mark every time that Tony goes whack with one of those. Right. Okay, and I tell you what, he is unrelenting. So this is Tony Passon's statement to Premier Victoria. Mr. Dan Andrews. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, this week, the Premier of Victoria said, and I quote, I don't want to be offensive to South Australians, but why would you want to go there? I get it, Premier. You need a holiday. But always willing to help. Here are some suggestions. How about the Coorong, a wetland of international importance? That's a natural wonder. It's in South Australia. Thousands of people attend it every year. Mr. Mr. Premier, what about the Coonawarra, the home of Australia's best cabernets? Oh, okay, you're a Shiraz man. Oh, well, how about the Barossa Valley? That might be more to your liking. Or maybe the Riverland to the north. Best fruits, vegetables, nuts, they're grown there. But you've also got the tourism offer of the Murray River. I can just see you now, Premier. You're kicking back on a wakeboard, having the time of your life. There's no somurek. There's no burn. There's just the wind in your hair. The reasons to come to South Australia, they just roll off the tongue. $8.1 billion a year in tourism spent. But, Premier, leave your phone at home. Those text messages, they'll give you heartburn. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, Tony goes whack. It's off the charts. Oh, He's abs- got a good 10 in there. Yeah, absolute first round knockout. Like, never never do we speak politics on this show, no, but, but my man, go vote for him. I don't know when, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know why, but do it. Tony Patterson sticking up for South Australia. It's 26.1, it's 7.21 now, coming up after 7.30 this morning. You know, when we put out videos on Hit 96.1, Limestone Coast on Facebook, we just, you know, we just want a little bit of recognition. That's all we want. You know, just someone to say, nice job. And we rank how well a video is done by... Who has said? It's true. Nice job. And I think we've never had anyone higher than this say good job to us. And I'm just, I'm so happy. More on that after 7.30. Right now, I am amidst this strange situation where I know that the end is, the, the end is near. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, coronavirus, that's nearly done. We're nearly in phase three. And it's like, yeah, okay, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. when the disease ends, whatever. I... When that happens, we'll lose all my hair. Yep, it's gone. It's going. Beard, gone. Hair, gone. You want the eyebrows? I really want the gone. eyebrows. I want you to go full Michael Klim. <laughs> 2000 uh, Summer Olympics uh, swimmer, part of the relay team. Yeah, the, uh, the Australian dream team, the smash the guitars. Swim like Klim. You can <laughs> still get the instructional video on YouTube. But, you know, I'm worried, okay? I, and maybe it's because I'm too vain, okay? And I need to take some inspiration from young Matilda Spencer. Oh, yeah? She's Limestone Coast lo- local who is chopping off her hair for a great cause. She's chopping off 38 centimetres of Whoa. hair. You don't even have that I much I don't hair. have that much. She's cutting off most of her hair because she wants to donate it to families who need um, wigs. Really? You know, so wigs cost families up to $6,000, and they only last for one or two years. So you spend thousands on wigs if you are in a situation where you might not have hair, be it alopecia or a medical condition. Ah. And so that's what I need to steal myself. I need to get a little bit of Matilda's courage. So because we're taking your hair off clean, yeah, uh, like we're, we're making you skin bald, yeah. Can that be a wig? I'm sure it can be. I'm sure that I can donate my hair too to become a wig. If you want to see Matilda have her hair Jeez. chopped off. That'd be the old bottom of the barrel wig though. It'd be like, hmm, we don't have anything else you want. Do you want Michael hey, Ross's hair? Hey, my hair is luscious, mate. It actually is. It's, uh, it actually it's is beautiful full hair. of volume. But if you want to see uh, Matilda get her hair chopped off, you can uh, watch it all happen at the Limestone Coast Pantry at 4.30 this Wednesday the 24th. And if you'd like to donate... Go to hairwithheart.variety.org.au and you can donate to her cause. She's already hit her target, but, but what, keep going. What time is it? Uh, 4.30 on Wednesday at the Limestone Coast Pantry. Matilda Spencer's hair coming off for a great cause. Yeah, I'll probably go. It's Mitchell and Michael. Hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 7.27. Mitchell and Michael. We've got new sport and weather coming up. And in what's trending this morning, Lady Gaga has done an amazing act of kindness. We were talking about another act of kindness. Matilda Spencer, local girl from Limestone Coast, is donating her hair and raising money uh, to, to make wigs for, for children in need. And I feel inspired Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm going to look like a full egg. Yes, in a but month. I do like I do want you to give up your your hair. Uh, you could give it to I think it would be popular up, upon like the with the fifty to sixty year old mum. 
Like you have a nice, <laughs> like that's a nice, it's a nice hair. If you were to look like Princess Di. Goes well with a pearl <laughs> necklace, yeah. <laughs> Andrew from Capital Rocks has an idea though. If you shave your eyebrows off, you could take like a rubber factor with you and you could draw emotional eyebrows. <laughs> How good would that be? Draw surprise brows, brow brows, all the kind you want. How good would that I be? I finally have emotions. Yes, he's never had that before. That's a great idea, Asian. We're definitely going to do that. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.45, coming up after 8.15 this morning. I need to know, Mitch, did the woman who was in her pyjamas at Zambrero's in Mount Gambia, did she find her mystery man? I'll tell you. More on that after 8. But we are keeping the, the hair theme of today's show rolling because... A West Australian boy, and I say boy, he's only just turned 18. He oh. has been denied entry to the hallowed holes of his first pub because of his haircut. Have a listen. Short at the front, long at the back. Cooper Allen's mullet's a mixture of business and pleasure. Well, it's a home jobby. Um, yeah, not even, but still. But in the line outside, it was man versus bouncer. He said no mullets allowed. Cooper's night cut short by the iconic Aussie cut. No mullets allowed. Mm -hmm. He could not go into his first pub because of that Australian, that iconic, the legendary locks that is the mullet. And I feel that that's that's un-Australian. Yeah, a well, pub should allow a mullet. You didn't go out a lot in, in Perth, but the Perth nightclub scene was... Even like five, six years ago was like you couldn't get in with like a neck tat. Sometimes you couldn't yeah. get in with like tattoos showing. I once couldn't get into this like, like some, I'm, I'm really white. Right? Yeah, like I, very I, white. I ooze white culture. <laughs> and I couldn't get into this nightclub because like back in the day, about 10 years ago, yeah. you'd wear essentially like a t-shirt, jeans and like dress shoes. Yes, that was, that was the look. That was the only way you could get yeah, into shoes. Uh, a club. And now I couldn't get into this like hip hop dance club because <laughs> I was too white. Like I dressed too white and the guy's like, you're not getting in with those shoes. I was like, but you have to. He was like, yeah, but I think it's like he kind of goes like, you're not going to have a good time. Looking like that. Just go home, mate. So, did this guy end up getting in, or what did he no, do? Because it's not it's not illegal to ban someone because of their haircut. It's not discrimination, because I guess a haircut is a choice, is what yeah. they've, they've decided on. It is like what the teachers at school... Remember I told you the, uh, about how we used to tease this kid in school? It was like, he's a friend now. <laughs> but we used to tease him in school, and it wasn't... We didn't get in trouble because there wasn't anything wrong with him. Like, he was just... <laughs> <laughs> he was just... Like, he was, he was just, stupid for his own fault. Yeah, he just made he dumb did. decisions. Yeah. But, like, he actually had, like, a good IQ level and, and things like that. So the teachers were like, nah, fair go. Look, I'm, I'm happy to have this one open. 32 or 16, do we go? Do we go with, is it un-Australian to ban a mullet from a pub? Or do we go, what have you... What have you not been allowed in with? Okay, we'll go, what have you not been allowed in? Okay. Because I think it is un-Australian to ban a mullet. It is un-Australian. Anywhere else in the world, maybe. So when have you been banned from somewhere? Why Why were you not allowed in? I once uh, also have had a lot of nightclub experiences. <laughs> I had a hood on my jacket and all my friends were in. They wouldn't let me in with it regardless. So I cut the hood off my jacket. <laughs> 32 of 16, why were you not allowed in? Give us a call. Get up with Mitchell and Michael.
96.1 Hilltop Hoods, I'm good, it's 7.54, and I'll tell you what, I'm doing good, Mitch, because one of our videos at Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast that we dropped last week about your new car, the Flash new, but also cheap, oh, so <laughs> Alfa Romeo. So fancy, so cheap. And uh, check out the video now, you've got to see our commercial for Alfa Romeo, and we, we, we love doing like parodies and things like that, particularly of like big, big brands. It's finally happened, mate. The Alpha Romeo what? have responded. Really? And they've said, your Italian is on point, but your love for Alpha Romeo is the real star. Oh, we've done it. Are we, are we influencers yet? Do, do, I get, uh, I think that's got do I get the car for free? Well, this is where we. This is where the big deals start coming, isn't it? Now, like, are we going to get signed to Alfa Romeo? Do we get to do like R- right, commercials for them? right back to them? Yep. Right, Avanti, Arangini, Lasagna. Let's go rice balls layered pasta. Yeah, that'll give us a car. Switchel and Michael, ninety six point one. Ninety six point one. It's eight oh nine. Heading to Subway for the ultimate cheesy garlic bread sub. It's back, and you know what else is back, Mitch? What? Your thoughts. Yeah. I, uh, look, I couldn't find the exact audio because I didn't make it exactly X amount of months ago. But the coronavirus, when it all hit, when it, yeah. I think it was like, what, December 2019 is when it started to kind of linger. And yeah. uh, China went, nah, it's not that bad. It's just a flu. And then uh, the whole world shut down a couple months ago, <laughs> a couple months later. And uh, I think even on this show. Yeah. Because we've had, like, I think SARS, bird flu. We've had, like, stuff like that happen before where we were like, nah, it'll just stay there. It won't come here. Yeah, it won't be a problem it here. It won't be the end of the world like it has been. Uh, but we then uh, we then kind of talked about it when it started to look like it might. Mm-hmm. I said, because I read a little calendar invite. That's right. You said a date. Mm. And I said 100%. I bet my radio career on it, because you do know I like to do that. You do. That's not a massive bet. Uh, I said that there will be a vaccine today. Today. Monday, the 22nd of June. Well, you know what? You're not too wrong. Yeah? You might actually be, for the first time ever, a Mitchell Tilly prediction may have some weight to it, because Monash University are beginning uh, potential human trials on a blocker for COVID-19 that you take as an inhaler, and uh, they've seen promising results that it, it stops coronavirus from infecting you. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, no. This, this is like, this article went up five hours ago. Like, it is up to the minute. Gee, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like. Give me something else, Nostradamus. What else you got? Give me something. We need to set more dates for the future. It will Rain today. It will ra- okay. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael. In 96.1. In 96.1. It's 8.21 now. Mitchell and Michael. And at the end of last week, Mitch, you played a little bit of matchmaker. A woman on the limestone coast was looking for a man that she saw in a Zambreros. And I just need to know now, did it all work out? Well, after she put up a status on Facebook. Said I saw this cute guy in Zimbabwe. I need to track him down. He was reading a book. <laughs> I then shared it on the Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast radio page on Facebook. I can confirm that he got in contact with her and he has a girlfriend. Oh. 
<laughs> At least he got in contact. At least he was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Obviously, he was flattered. Mm. She was too embarrassed. She was in pyjamas to go and say hi. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's good. it's good that she knows. You know, he's taken. But maybe, maybe later. You know, now they know each other. And so if things don't go well in the first relationship, then he's... They now know it's each never other. good That's to it. plan like that, Michael. I'm just saying, it's it's good to know people, isn't it? Why? Who you got loaded up? I don't know anyone. <laughs> I'm happily married. Mitchell and Michael, hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 8.41 now, Mitchell and Michael. And Mitch, I am the leader of the bargain bin. Yes. Those the, cheaps because we're, we're cheap. cheap. Yes, the, the leader of good prices. Uh, Saddam has savings. <laughs> Fidel Castro. <laughs> the Ayatollah of the dollar. Hold up, got a couple more. Okay, keep going. Vladimir putting it back because it's too expensive. Yes. Uh, Kim Jong undervalued. Uh, and uh, Genghis Khan, you get it any cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Join the bargain bin now on Facebook. It's a fantastic group where we share our savings. And I'm also going to share today a hack. Okay, this hack has become popular with Aldi stores. Uh, you know, Aldi's still pretty new to the region. And you may have noticed that compared to other supermarkets, you have to put a coin in to get yourself a trolley. Also, are we, we're allowed to talk about Aldi for as long as it was talked about it coming here. That's how, that's how long yes. you're allowed to talk about so it we're being a good here. couple of years yeah. of this. And now, you put a coin in to get the trolley and it'll unhook from the other ones. And you were one of the first, like, hundred there or something, so yeah. you got a coin that you can use every time. Amazing. You got a, they're also 99 cents. Oh. Uh, those little, those little, they're like a silver coin. So you're essentially only losing one cent, and you get to use that coin into the trolley. Yeah, you pay them the flat dollar; they'll yep. take the cent, and then off you go. Well, some people say that that is not good enough. Okay. I'm not even going to spend 99 cents, and I applaud you for being so thrifty. Yep. However, they're they're risking it, Why? and I don't like it because their solution is to get a key. Okay, yeah. uh, like this one I have, which is a very very simple... They're all traditional-looking key. Where it's kind of like the three bumps yep. at the top. Looks like if, a cloud. If you put that in the back way, not the key way, yeah. but the back way in, it will work. Really? Yes. Okay, and Aldi have said, hey, don't do that. We're getting lots of keys jammed in the trolleys. Wow. So think about that. You're gonna. So you're telling me you're gonna risk your house key, and then what are you gonna do? You're gonna go. You're gonna go get a new key. That's four bucks. That's, That's true. four bucks from the key cutters. That's too big of a risk for me. That's risky. I don't even take a trolley anyway. Why are people even doing that? Exactly. This is the thing. You don't go in. I impressed an old couple once. They like I was like barely yes. holding on to everything, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, that's how you save on a budget. Because if you have a trolley, there's room to put more stuff." Nature's basket is your arms and body. Exactly. I can't walk out. Like, worst case, like you can't walk out with a dryer. No, it's not going to happen. You, like, so you can't buy Money one. saved. Exactly. This was taught to me by the Maori people of New Zealand, yeah. legitimately. When they would go and collect food from the ocean, yep. they would lie on their back in the water, yep. and whatever food can sit comfortably on their stomach yep. is what they get. Whatever falls back into the ocean... Well, that, you don't get that. It makes a lot of sense because I know a lot of Marys and they're big boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big basket. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's Mitchell and Michael. 
that is it for us today. We'll see you tomorrow from 6 o'clock. Mitch, I have some homework for you. Oh, no. Could you do a design of me as a little egg boy with yes. no hair? I can. Because uh, all the hair will go. I'll do that immediately. Bye. See you tomorrow. <laughs>